Hello and welcome to another episode of Haunted HTX Podcast. I'm your host, Zach. I hope everyone is enjoying the beginning of summer. It's hot here in Houston. I have a few stories for y'all tonight, and I hope you enjoy. So, let's jump in. Our first story comes from HeeHaw333 on Reddit. Titled, Seeing the Little Girl Who Died in a Barn Fire on My Property. I will preface this by saying I've always been able to sense spirits due to growing up in a home that had multiple that really got in the way of our everyday lives. Now I live in an 1895 farm home. It's three stories and has a beautiful wraparound porch. Wanting to know the history, I have made contact with owners as far back as the 40s. Each told me the last time it was a working animal farm was back in the early 1900s. They all also have asked me if I've noticed anything strange, as they all had had experiences. Things moved around, lights on, taps on the shoulder. Well, the first week I moved in, I began having visions in my dreams of a little girl around age five or six, and she was burning in a barn. I would try to run in and get her, but couldn't save her or the animals. I'd wake up every time just shaken to my core I couldn't get to them. We were the first owners since the early 1900s to have animals again on the property. We are a small-scale rescue and therapy ranch. We had just put up a new barn and fence for the animals not long after we moved in. The house was really outdated so we began renovations on that too. I was still dreaming of the little girl from time to time, until one day I saw her while I was awake. I looked out the kitchen window between the current barn and our shop. I saw a girl wearing a dress outside in cold November weather. I had a long day and thought, oh my god, you left a child here somehow after therapy, even though I always made sure I was the last in the barnyard for safety reasons. I run out, and she's not there. In the house, on the second level, there are three bedrooms. A small one by the stairs, and my son stays in the largest of the three. We moved in when he was six months old, and he always giggled and cooed at something in his room we couldn't see. Books or toys would be moved, and there were times I'd be making dinner, and my son would drop his pacifier out of his walker or swing. I'd tell him I'd get it in a minute, and when I turned around, the pacifier was back in his mouth. Whatever it was never seemed sinister, since I know what being around those spirits can feel like. I always felt it was a female presence that was pretty harmless. Fast forward to this past Monday. I'm talking to one of the owners who found me via my ranch therapy page and asked me if I had experiences in the house and if she could call me. She told me the last time it was a working farm was because the animal barn burned down and the five-year-old daughter ran inside to release the animals from their stalls, but she did not make it out in time. She burned to death in the barn, and where the old barn sat is exactly where I saw the little girl in a dress. They said the first bedroom by the stairs, which is the smallest, was her room. I always felt eyes on me in this room, and my brothers, sensitive to spirits, said something is in this room. I made it into a big walk-in closet and would sometimes notice jewelry on the ground or shoes like they were played with by a kid. 
I figured it was my son who was now mobile. Then they told me it was their grandkids' room when they lived there, and no one wanted to stay in that room because something always played or bothered them. This was night or day. They had a jewelry box on the dresser, and they said it would randomly be opened up with the song playing. They never felt threatened, so they let whatever it was play with it. Happened for years until they moved. The only other thing that happened to them in another room was seeing a man in a top hat come out of the closet and down the stairs. The two men who lived here before them said the smallest bedroom was haunted too. She said, I truly don't think anything is there to harm you, and maybe she's showing herself to you because you're a therapist and tend to animals and thinks you can help. I ordered a music box on Amazon to see if she will play with it. If she's stuck here, I want her to have some happiness. I told her she can stay here as long as she never scares my son, and I understand she is likely scared of us too, and I'm not here to be mean to her. So what are your thoughts? Is the music box something I should set up, or do you think that could open some type of communication that shouldn't be happening? Let me know. It's sitting in the box until I decide what to do with it. Edited to add, I do hope those owners whose barn burnt down like and respect us for being the first in a century to bring it back to being a working ranch if they're there. This story comes from Klutzy Struggles 5370. I think I'm being hunted. Am I crazy? So this is a two-parter, so bear with me. Last night, I was in my living room. For context, it's downstairs. I was sleeping on my couch because that's where I wanted to sleep. During my dream, it was almost like I was watching myself. There was a painting of my aunt on the wall. Everything except the painting was in perfect detail. In the dream, I'm talking to my mom, and I notice the eyes of the painting following me and my head movements. So I look at the painting, and the eyes are normal. Then I notice it again. So I look at the painting. This time, the eyes of the painting lock with mine. I turn away to continue talking, and when I turn my head back, the painting is right in my face. Less than an inch, probably. And I hear this voice, deep and raspy. It says, You can't escape. I'll always be with you. This is when I wake up. It's daytime. Everything I saw in my dream looks exactly the same as real life. Even the folds in my blanket. I look at the TV. It's black and reflecting the room behind me. When I see something in the reflection sprint up the stairs. I can't hear it. My brother is at work, my sister is still asleep, and my parents are talking in their room, but I know what I saw. Fast forward to 1.30ish in the morning, while I'm at work doing overnight stocking. I remember something from when I was around 12 years old. I had boxes on my bed because we had just moved into some run-down apartment building. So I'm sleeping on the floor. In this dream, I just cannot wake up. No matter what I do, I can't wake up. But I can see my brother, so I'm screaming in my dream, I can't wake up! Help me wake up! Then I hear the same voice, the exact same phrase. You can't escape. 
I'll always be with you. Then it laughs. This is when I wake up. It's roughly 3 a.m. at this point. Just the glow from my kitchen light when I see something run past my door. A flash of darkness. Again, no sound, but I know what I saw. I think I'm being hunted, because these two stories are over 50 miles and six years apart from one another. But the fact that the circumstances of the dreams are exactly the same makes me think that there is something that wants to hurt me, and it hunted me down after I left. This story comes from Medic Trek Bitch. When I was about seven or eight years old, I noticed a lot of paranormal stuff happening at my mom's house. Parents were separated. One night when I was staying with my mom, we were having a fire in the backyard and I brought up seeing shadow people. It was always on the stairs, but I didn't tell her about the stairs part, just about seeing people. Anyway, it freaked my mom out and she immediately started asking me what I was seeing and what else was going on. And I didn't, really didn't know how to describe it and didn't really even think about ghosts back then. I didn't really give her a good explanation or description about anything I was experiencing, so she started to tell me what she was experiencing and seeing. And she told me, and still tells me to this day, that she would always see a little boy, a little bit older than me on those stairs. Not every day, but every time she did the dishes he was there. Even on nights I was at my dad's house, she could swear she would hear me coming up those stairs and she would see the little boy soon after. So that was kind of my intro into ghosts and the thought of ghosts, and it really freaked me out. So probably about three years goes on with occasional stuff happening, and my mom and stepdad break up. So once out of that house, I thought things would disappear because nothing ever happened to me at my dad's house. But the same year my mom moved out, my aunt, who I was very close to, had died. I stayed with her for about two weeks, about three to four days before she died. The day I found out, I saw her walk next to my bed. But it seemed like she was walking on her knees. It was really, really weird and really, really scary because I saw that it was her and felt her there before I saw her. That's what made me look. A couple of weeks go by, we're in California for her funeral, and I was sleeping on her couch, and I felt her sit next to me. It was right by my chest, and that's how she always tucked me in. After that, nothing happened with her. The next thing to happen was her brother, my uncle, drank himself to death and paid me and my dad a visit by moving wine glasses, knocking something off the counter, I can't remember what it was, and running down the hallway and slamming the door. And this was all in a matter of minutes. Less than 8 to 10 minutes of all this happened, back to back to back. And that was my dad's first ever paranormal experience. We both heard and saw everything happened, but he still tries to play it off like it was nothing, but I know it freaked him out. His eyes... I could see in my dad's eyes he was freaked out and knew damn well who that was. Anyway, 
things kind of cooled off for about a decade, and it was so nice. Because growing up, I was so, so, so scared. Always. And then I got used to nothing happening and wasn't scared anymore. It was a miracle. I thought I would be scared forever. I slept with a blanket over my head until I was 17 or 18. This leads me to last December. My brother committed suicide. I was working in a small village in Alaska and was actually driving home when my mom called me and told me he was no longer alive. Got home about midnight, maybe 11, I can't remember. My girlfriend knew what happened because my mom called her, so she just hugged me. Talked for a while, and she ended up going to bed once everything was said. I wanted to stay up. I just, I knew I wasn't going to be able to go to sleep. And I cried for probably two hours after she went to bed. I just couldn't stop. And when I finally felt numb from all the crying, I saw him right next to me by the pantry. And all the ghosts I've ever seen were never as clear as him. I saw him front and center. He looked opaque rather than just a shadow. It's like I could see him, but also right through him. And a couple of nights later, I saw him again in the same area, but he wasn't as clear. He was more of a shadow that time, but I knew it was him again. I haven't seen him since and haven't experienced anything since, but it was so nice. So nice seeing him and not being scared. I feel so at ease and thankful for seeing all my family members after they had passed. My brother's passing was hard, but Seeing him made me appreciate everything that he was. I love him so much and always will. Also, in that moment, it made me so happy realizing that I'm not afraid of ghosts anymore. I lived so much of my life afraid of them, and it's all over with. Thank God for maturing and changing ways. To end this long story off, I just wanted to say me and my mom still have no idea who that little boy could have been because I've only seen family after moving out of that house, and my mom, growing up, had only seen family too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Haunted HTX Podcast. I want to give a thanks to Hee Haw 333, Klutzy Struggles, and Magic Trek Bitch for sharing their stories, and as always, thank you to Oscar for making the intro music. If you have a story you'd like to share, please email me at hauntedhtx at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow so you don't miss another episode. And please leave a five-star rating and a positive review so that other people can find us. If you would like to connect with us, you can find us on Instagram at hauntedhtx and Facebook at hauntedhtxpodcast. I'll have the other socials in the description below. And with that, y'all have a good night.